0: Today on The Matt Walsh Show, after a summer of rioting spurred on by a handful of high-profile police shootings, today I want to uh, take a look at at what we can actually learn from those cases. They seem to provide a blueprint for how to avoid getting killed or maimed by the police. And it's not as hard as you might think. Also, five headlines, including uh, a man peacefully protesting by defecating on Nancy Pelosi's Driveway. It's not funny. We will we will condemn it in no uncertain terms because it's not funny at all. And in our daily cancellation, I will uh, cancel Joe Biden for claiming that you'll die in a hurricane if Trump is reelected. All of that on the way. But two uh, two notes just to, to start right at the top. First, if you watch this podcast on YouTube, you should know on September 28th it will be moving from the Daily Wire channel to be available exclusively on my YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Matt Walsh. You can get the link in the description below. I'm um, also making a lot of new content that you can only find on my channel. So subscribe to you, to, uh, to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Matt Walsh. Very easy to find. Ring the bell to make sure you never miss out on a new video. Go do that now. Well, after this, go do it. Um, second, I want to tell you about LifeLock. You know, the truth is, in life, you can't trust anyone. Well, you can trust a few people. Maybe friends and family, hopefully, you can trust. But on the Internet, on the Internet, you can't trust anyone. There are There are bad actors on the Internet, a lot of them, can't even trust your own grandmother on the internet, especially if she died already and she's contacting you. That's that's a big red flag. The FBI cyber division is warning that students and families will be increasingly vulnerable to cyber attacks because of uh, the current online learning and all of the teleconference and everything, all of these different applications. Uh, since the start of the pandemic, there's been a 300% increase in cyber crime activity. Hackers are becoming more sophisticated and taking advantage of teleconference accounts through which they are pawning information like emails and passwords you got to talk to your kids about protecting their information. Kids are stupid. They do dumb things, let's be honest. You've got to be able to protect them. Uh, Also, it's important to understand, you know, how uh, cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day, uh, we put our information at risk on the Internet, and cybercriminals, they keep finding new ways to steal identities. And you could miss certain identity threats if you're just monitoring your credit, uh, you know, if you're taking basic steps like that, which is good to do but you need LifeLock. LifeLock. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number being for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information, they're gonna send you an alert. And uh, listen, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can find out if your information is on the dark web. Get your free dark web scan at lifelock.com scan. Pick the plan that's right for you. Save up to 25% off your first year with promo code Walsh. Okay, that's a free scan, lifelock.com slash scan, 25% off, but you got to use promo code Walsh. All right, well, our summer of rioting has been, of course, ostensibly fueled by several specific incidents in which black suspects died or were severely injured during an an attempted arrest by police. Uh, BLM and its allies have selected these cases and singled them out as uh, uh, representative of a larger systemic problem. And we're told that the men who were who were killed or or injured—George George Floyd, Rayshard Brooks, Jacob Blake, Deon K, uh, Daniel Prude, Ricardo Munoz, most recent one—these were victims of police brutality, and they were targeted because of the color of their skin. But if we examine all of the cases together, now that we have this sample size, and we compare them objectively. We don't actually find any evidence of racism, nor any apparent connection to systemic problems in law enforcement. What we do find is that all of the high-profile, quote-unquote, victims over the last several months made similar choices. And that their choices, not their skin color, can be directly linked to their deaths. See, their cases provide, for those who need it, a reverse blueprint for how to avoid getting killed by police. Simply do the opposite of what Floyd, Brooks, and company did, and your chance of surviving an encounter with police is very near 100%, regardless of your race. So let's review briefly. Okay, George Floyd, violent felon, high on potentially lethal doses of fentanyl, uh, tried to use counterfeit money, resisted arrest, died of cardiac arrest while being restrained by police. Rayshard Brooks, lengthy arrest record, passed out drunk behind the wheel of the car, uh, resisted arrest, assaulted police, stole officer's weapon, uh, attempted to use it against them shot and killed by police jacob blake credibly accused rapist and and serial abuser uh, allegedly harassing his alleged rape victim resisted arrest assaulted police pulled a knife reached into a car uh, Shot and injured by police dion K known gang member flashing guns and live streaming and on social media fled from police then ran towards them with his gun drawn shot and killed by police Daniel Prude, 37 previous arrests, high on PCP, running naked through the street, had spit uh, spit hood placed on his head because he was spitting at officers after claiming to have had COVID. Died several days later from uh, complications of asphyxia, according to the uh, coroner report. Ricardo Munoz, most recently, previously charged with stabbing four people in 2019. He was trying to break into his mother's house, charged at a police officer while wielding a large knife, looked like a butcher's knife, shot and killed by police. Okay. There are a number of obvious commonalities here. Every man on this list was a known or alleged criminal. Uh, They were all allegedly in the process of committing a crime. Three were under the influence of some sort of intoxicant. Three were in the process of trying to assault or kill police officers. Three were armed. Um, At least five of the six were resisting or evading arrest. It's claimed that Prude was not resisting, but he was delirious and spitting whether or not that counts as resisting is up for interpretation, I suppose. None of these men were just walking innocently down the street or, or sitting on a park bench somewhere minding their own business. None can be called law-abiding. In none of these cases is there any apparent or uh, apparent connection to or evidence of racism or racial profiling. In all of these cases, police were called to the scene because the actions, because of the actions taken by the suspects, which had raised varying degrees of perfectly justified alarm among the public. These cases, far from proving that there is an epidemic of police killing or brutalizing innocent people, actually provide very strong evidence for the opposite conclusion. There is no such epidemic. In fact, it would appear that a person has to make a series of very bad choices in order to run any significant risk of a violent encounter with police. As I've previously demonstrated, a wider view of the issue leads to the same conclusion. Take 2019. Throughout all of 2019, police arrested around 10 million suspects. 70% were white, um, uh, 30% were black. A total of 14 of the 3 million black people arrested, and 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 or, or rather killed during an arrest, were unarmed. Only six of those cases really count as unarmed when you read the details. Remember again, this is out of three million arrests. Only one. A Titania Jefferson was an entirely innocent person, minding her own business, gunned down by police randomly while sitting in her house. Um, there's nothing she could have done different, obviously. Fortunately, the police officer has been charged with murder. There was a similar case in 2018 when uh, Botham Jean was was killed by an off-duty cop while he was sitting in his own apartment. That officer went to prison. This year, there was Brianna Taylor. Though in that case, she was killed in the crossfire when her boyfriend fired on police during a no-knock, ra- no-knock raid. It's not exactly the same as the Jefferson and Gene cases, but even if you want to put it in the same category, we're looking at about, what, one instance every year out of millions and millions of police arrests and interactions? In the vast majority of police shootings, they are responding to lethal aggression from the suspect. It would seem that the six high-profile cases from this summer are pretty accurate representations of the larger trend, actually. Uh, BLM and their allies certainly seem to think so, which is why they're rioting based on those cases. So then what can we learn from them? How might a person who wants to avoid getting shot and or killed by police choose to behave? What could all of these men have done differently? A blueprint emerges. If you want to give yourself like a 99.99999% or even larger probably chance of not dying at the hands of police, all you need to do is one, Avoid committing crimes. Two, if you're going to commit them, avoid doing them while high on lethal doses of narcotics. Three, avoid assaulting police. Four, avoid pulling weapons on police. Five, avoid resisting arrest. Now, it's safe to say that if if almost everyone in, that that you know almost everyone in modern American history um, who has followed these five steps has not died at the hands of police. They all have or will die of something else. But police won't be the cause. If you follow these steps, the list of things that is more likely to kill you, regardless of race, is extremely lengthy and includes things like lightning strikes, bear attacks, meteors. This isn't to say that everyone who fails to follow steps one, two, and five deserves to be killed by cops. I mean, even those who fail to follow three and four, avoid assaulting police, avoid pulling weapons on police, they don't necessarily deserve it, because deserve is not a relevant word here. The police officer who shot Ricardo Munoz wasn't trying to give Munoz what he deserves. He was simply trying to neutralize an imminent threat to his own life. So this isn't about deserve, but it is about consequences. Actions have consequences. A very likely consequence of pulling a weapon on a police officer is that you get shot. Getting shot by a cop is, is not a statistically likely consequence of committing a crime in the first place. I mean, most people who commit crimes don't get shot, but. Your chances of that happening are now as a consequence higher than they would have been had you committed no crime at all. With each bad choice, the consequences pile up and the likelihood of a disastrous outcome is heightened. So when you go through steps 1 through 1 through 5 there, if 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 you do the opposite, rather than avoiding the committing crime committing the crime you commit, rather than avoiding uh, you know, resisting arrest, you resist arrest. As you do, as you make each of those mistakes, as or I should say, as you make each of those choices, um, the likelihood of a disastrous, cataclysmic outcome, a fatal outcome for yourself is heightened. If you're, just, you're just adding to the list as you go down. You do none of those things. If you actually follow the steps, you avoid doing all of that almost certainly for everyone in America, almost certainly. if not more, your chances are you'll be fine. You won't be killed by the cops. Now, even if you think that there's an epidemic of racist police out hunting and murdering people, which there isn't, but even if you think that's the case, this should still be your message. This isn't BLM. This isn't their message. They don't want to talk about this. But if you actually value people's lives and you want to save lives, then this should still be your message, where you should still be saying, listen, if you're, get, if you're getting arrested, res- resisting arrest, fighting the cop, whether or not cops are a bunch of racist murderers, even if they, if they are racist murderers, even more, don't, 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 don't fight them. But one way or another, regardless, nothing good can come of that for you at all. There's, there are zero good outcomes for you, period. Best case scenario, You survive the encounter, but you just are going to go to jail for longer now because you assaulted a police officer. Worst case scenario, you die. In between scenario, you're Jacob Blake, paralyzed in a a hospital, and he's still probably going to go to jail. As well he should if he committed the horrible crimes he's accused of committing. So, this should be the, anyone who really cares about lives, black lives, white lives, any lives, this would be the message. Follow these steps. And, poli- and and no harm will come to you from police, almost certainly. Let's get to our five headlines. You know, time is money, as they say. And if you're waiting around at an auto parts store, or you're going to a mechanic or something, waiting for your car to be fixed, uh, you're not being responsible with your time. I mean, that's that's time that you could be using. Forget about responsibility. It's it, You could be just enjoying yourself. Nobody wants to be waiting around at an auto parts store. So go to rockauto.com. It's so much easier than walking into a store, uh, having a bunch of questions. I got to look it up online. You got access to rockauto.com at your desk. You got it in your pocket. So just go rockauto.com. You know, they always got the lowest prices available Uh, rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear. Rockauto.com, family business. They've been doing this for a long time serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com. You can shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are reliably low, and they're the same. Whether you're a professional, do-it-yourselfer, why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Why spend twice as much for the same parts if you can find them? You're really spending twice as much for a a smaller selection when you go to the auto parts store. The rockauto.com catalog is unique, easy to navigate, extremely extensive, everything you could possibly want. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Walsh in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so that they know that we sent you. Okay, Andrew Gillum, uh, one-time up-and-coming Democratic star who was then found passed out high on meth with a male prostitute in a hotel room, which, come to think of it, really probably won't hurt his stock at all in the Democratic Party. But um, anyway, he has big news to share. In a brave moment, uh, he, uh, he came out as bisexual. Watch
1: to be very honest with you, and you didn't ask the question, um, you put it out there, is whether or not I identify as gay. And the answer is I don't identify as gay, but I do identify as bisexual. And that is something that I have never shared publicly before.
0: Well, okay, I'm, I'm sure his wife and children will be okay now. Very proud, I'm sure. Once they hear that, they'll, they'll understand. You know, I have to say admittedly, I'm not much of a gay rights activist just to be totally honest uh it's it's probably not what anyone would label me but if i was a gay rights activist i'd be pretty tired of seeing guys like gillam spacey come out of the closet as a way to excuse their scumbag behavior i I don't think i'd like that very much but that's uh gillam's strategy will it pay off uh will it work it's the democrat party in the year 2020 so i'm gonna guess yes number two you heard about you heard you heard uh, about the uh, what happened after those two LA deputies were shot in the assassination attempt, and uh, then the, the BLMers showed up at the hospital and were chanting, "I hope they die." Um, not just that; in fact, they showed up at the hospital. They were also on the scene, as we played the video yesterday. There were some people on the scene who saw it happen, and as the police officers were bleeding in the street, they were laughing and cheering. Uh, just absolute solace scumbags. One activist at least wasn't having any of that. And uh here he is at the hospital yesterday, watch. Damn the shooting of both deputies in the strongest terms. The activists who were here protesting outside the emergency room saying and chanting, "We hope they die. We hope they die. We hope they die." We're here to say, we hope they live, we hope they live, we hope they live. Because those activists, they don't represent our community, our movement, our struggle for justice. They represent the worst in humanity. They are are an embarrassment, and they should be ashamed of themselves. Because at the end of the day, we're all human beings. You know, the amazing thing is the Democrat Party um, has to choose between that guy and his message. And essentially you know, and 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 the BLM activists who are at the hospital chanting I hope he dies like that they they probably pro, both are Democrat constituencies so they have to choose which 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 of those groups are they going to try to satisfy and pander to and they chose the I hope you die group that's that's who they're going with not that guy the guy you just heard there there's a decent man I probably disagree with him politically but there's a decent human being they said no. We don't. We're not interested in him. He, he's as far as as far as Democrats are concerned these days. Just by saying that, by simply standing up and saying I don't want police officers, to, police officers to die, that's radical right wing rhetoric at this point. And you think I'm exaggerating, but I'm not. That's really how they see it. Uh, number three. Here's an important report from the Daily Wire. It says a YouTuber live streamed himself defecating on the driveway of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi as a peaceful protest. In the footage taken on Saturday, the man who identifies himself as Armando or Mondo is seen walking the streets of San Francisco in search of the Democrats' house. Uh, Once there, he sets up a camera across the street and walks to a driveway, salutes his viewers, drops his pants, and then drops something else. Um, The 28-year-old said he's part of a niche YouTube community that creates IRL, or in real life live stream videos, chronicling long stretches of unfiltered daily life. And, uh, and so this is what he decided to do in his unfiltered daily life. But it was, uh, I just, look, we have to condemn that sort of behavior unequivocally. I, I do not endorse people going to Nancy Pelosi's house and defecating on her driveway. I just want to stay that I do not find it funny at all. <clears throat> um, then again, it is San Francisco. And that's, that's just, you're, you're fitting in with the local culture in a lot of ways when you do that. Number four, the New York Post reports um, the Macy's Day Parade is canceled. Let me pull this up. It says, the coronavirus has killed Macy's Day, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade through Manhattan this year. Instead, the famous retail store will stage a televised only event. By the way, the coronavirus didn't kill the Macy's Day Parade, Uh, Bill de Blasio did. There's, There's no reason why you can't have the parade just because of coronavirus especially when you we've had blm protests and riots in the city you know for months now uh but as says instead the famous retail store will stage a televised only event in herald square filming over two days um the number of participants including performers and workers is being cut to around 25 percent there there will still be the event's famous massive balloons although watching their popular inflation on the upper west side is a no-go this year okay so there's not gonna be any live event. Uh, there's not going to be a crowd. There will be balloons. So, what are the balloons gonna do? So they're they're just gonna would come on to like Skype or something and say, Oh, here's our balloon. Check it out. Nice balloon, huh? Um, let's see, is there actually gonna be a parade? Is it will it be a parade down the street that nobody is there to see? Just a lonely parade with a few people walking down in empty. It looked like a parade during the zombie apocalypse. Uh, No one under 18 will be allowed to participate, nor will there be any performances by high school and college marching bands. Only locally based professional marching and musical ensembles will perform to no audience. This sounds appropriately depressing. Number five, Fox News reports that Reese's will soon release um, something you can see right here, Big Cups with Potato Chips. They will be Reese's peanut butter cups stuffed with potato chips. An abomination, an offense to God. This is the kind of thing that people would, people would get would get smote in, in the Old Testament for this kind of thing. smoten, smited. Of course, if God was gonna pick up the old smiting stick today, uh, I'd prefer if he started somewhere else if he was gonna start smiting. But eventually we'd have to get to this because this is uh, really an abomination. But let's also be honest that Reese's Cups are overrated in general. So there's not any big loss here. Um, it's fake peanut butter. And they're generally probably the most overrated candy. This only will will just uh, make it worse. We're going to get to our daily cancellation. But before we do, As part of our Daily Wire audience, there are a number of ways to take in the podcast. You may listen on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, another podcast app. You may also watch our podcast on YouTube, Facebook, or over at dailywire.com. Bottom line, we're making our content available to you anywhere you watch or listen. And now we're introducing a new upgraded experience. Daily Wire is now on Apple TV and Roku, so members can enjoy all of the visual elements on this podcast on your big screen, either live or on demand. Uh, you can find The Daily Wire on Apple TV or Roku and download today. You have to be an insider member to watch live, so head on over to dailywire.com walsh. You can use code WATCH at checkout to get 15% off your membership. That's slash walsh, code WATCH. This deal won't last long, so act fast if you want live shows on your big screen, plus the one-of-a-kind, highly-coveted leftist-tears tumbler. Again, that's uh, dailywire.com slash walsh to get 15% off code WATCH and download The Daily Wire on your Apple TV and Roku today. Let's get to our daily cancellation. Okay, Today we're going to cancel Joe Biden. Oddly enough, I think this might be old Joe's first cancellation. I could be wrong. And he certainly earned it. He enters the canceled list with a bang. Uh, l- listen to this.
1: Donald Trump climate denial may not have caused these fires, and record floods, and record hurricanes. But if he gets a second term, these hellish events will continue to become more common, more devastating, and more deadly. And meanwhile, Donald Trump warns that integration is threatening our suburbs. It's ridiculous. But you know what is actually threatening our suburbs? Wildfires are burning the suburbs in the West. Floods are wiping out suburban neighborhoods in the Midwest. Hurricanes are imperiling suburban life along our coast. If we have four more years of Trump's climate denial, how many suburbs will be burned in wildfires? How many suburban neighborhoods will have been flooded out? How many suburbs will have been blown away in superstorms? If you give a climate arsonist four more years in the White House, why would anyone be surprised if we have more America ablaze? If you give a climate denier four more years in the White House, why would anyone be surprised when more of America is underwater? We need a president who respects science, who understands that the damage from climate change is already here. Unless we take urgent action, will soon be more catastrophic
0: okay so much to cover here I don't know where to begin first of all his sound modulation is way off he goes from whispering to shouting then whispering again randomly it's like clim- climate change is a huge problem Donald Trump isn't doing anywhere anything anything to address it Meanwhile hurricanes are ravaging the country and wildfires are destroying our homes um it's it's very disconcerting and I guess it's supposed to be second point what have we really got here? Climate arsonist and climate denier. I have no idea what climate arsonist means. I really don't. Trump is setting the climate on fire. How would a person do? What is he, a volcano? And climate denier is—it's at least a, a more familiar label, but it's—it's it's no less stupid. Climate denier. Who is denying the climate? We all agree the climate exists. I don't think anyone is walking around saying climate. <laughs> yeah, right. Never heard of it. You're talking about climate. We all agree there's a climate, in fact, we all believe there's a climate and it's changing. So there's no climate deniers, there's no climate change deniers. The question is just what things are causing the change and to what degree those things are causing it. That's that's really the only thing we're talking about. Third, Biden claims that he's, he's not accusing Trump of causing hurricanes and wildfires, but then he proceeds to do exactly that. In fact, he directly blames Trump for the weather. He says that if we have four more years of Trump, there will be more storms and fires than there otherwise would have been. Now, even if you accept the idea that humans are contributing to climate change to some extent, the idea that the effect is that drastic and that immediate is preposterous. The idea that you could could trace a hurricane directly back to the individual action of a particular person on Earth currently is, well, superstitious is what it is. That's the best word for it. If Biden really believes this, which he doesn't, but many of his constituents do, but if Biden really believes it, or whoever believes it, um, th- this, this is primitive and superstitious on the level of you know ancient people who thought that ter- tornadoes are caused by witches farting or whatever they believed. Um, we are a couple years away from these people sacrificing goats on altars made of human skulls to try to stop earthquakes. Humans, human civilization is going full circle right back into ancient paganism. We cannot emphasize strongly enough just how crazy this is. We're used to hearing the left sort of vaguely blame conservatives for the weather, but this is worse than that. This is blaming a particular politician for having personally caused the weather or for at least having failed to stop it. This this is no crazier than if I was planning to have a cookout and um, I walked outside of my house with you and it was raining and I turned to you and said, you bastard. You knew I was gonna have a cookout today. And you go, what, dude, I didn't, I didn't, it's the rain, I didn't cause it. Well, you didn't stop it either, did you? Now, where is this lunacy coming from? Well, it's obviously political, it's fear-mongering. For all the grief that Trump gets for fear-mongering, what you just heard there from Biden is, I think, possibly the most hysterical and insane fear-mongering we've ever heard from a mainstream presidential candidate. I think it might take the cake. I, I don't think there could be a more extreme example. He sounded like a a preacher warning about the end times, except that he was just talking about what would happen if his opponent is in office for another few years. So it's political, of course, but I think also to the extent, again, that these people actually believe this stuff, part of it comes from fear. And I don't mean just fear that we're all going to drown when the ice caps melt. I mean the special sort of terror that comes from a recognition of just how vast and powerful cosmic forces are and how puny and impotent and vulnerable we are in the face of them. So it's, it's kind of reassuring in a certain way to think that we can actually do something about hurricanes, to think that we can put in place some kind of five-step plan, follow you know steps one, two, three, four, five, and we'll achieve a whatever arbitrary percentage decrease in hurricane ferocity. Um, that's reassuring. It makes us feel less helpless, less at the mercy of nature. But of course, no matter what we tell ourselves, we are still at nature's mercy, whether we like it or not. Our weather and climate is largely driven by that 860,000-mile-wide, 10,000-degree, two-octillion-ton ball of hellfire hanging out in the sky up there. Um, She is ultimately to blame for the hurricanes and for every other weather pattern. So you got a problem with it, you could take it up with her. Not Donald Trump. I know they're both orange, but... uh, Sorry, I had to do it. I had to throw the orange thing in there. You can cancel me for that as well. But Joe Biden... For it, honestly, I, I know it's saying a lot, but it's that's one of the craziest things. What you just heard there really is one of the craziest things I think we have ever heard from a presidential candidate. Period. So he's got to be canceled for that. And what makes it all the more disturbing is that although it's one of the craziest things, um, it, it's not so bad to have presidential candidates saying crazy things, right? It, it can it, it could even be enjoyable. It sort of, it keeps things uh, fun and interesting and entertaining at least. What makes it not so entertaining and a lot more terrifying is that over half the country doesn't even recognize that as crazy. They hear that and they nod along like, yeah, you know what? Donald Trump does cause the weather. He's right. So Biden is canceled. They're all canceled. Everyone's canceled. We'll leave it there for today. Have a great day, everybody. Godspeed. And our audio is mixed by Robin Fenderson. The Matt Wall Show is a Daily Wire production, copyright Daily Wire 2020. President Trump gets nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize, not once, but twice. Even a Democratic governor admits that the president is doing a good job. And meanwhile, the left broadly encourages more riots. Check it out on The Michael Knowles Show.